What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're finna talk NFL. We got the Monday night football recap and Thursday night pickums. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on the Monday night game where we saw the Cowboys beat the Chargers in a close 20-17 to 17 game. And then give us your Thursday night picks. Jags going to New Orleans to take on the Saints. As always, I'm Paul Pickham, Wyndham Contra, and I'm joined with... You already know, it's your boy, Cap Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E. Woo, that poor loco hit different, Cap. Yeah, because... You're dangerous. You're a very dangerous individual. But Cowboys, Chargers, Cowboys winning 20-17. to 17. Justin Herbert throwing the game-clinching interception. Fourth quarter, no magic. Uh, sucks to be a Bolts fan. Sucks to be a Chargers fan. Just sucks that they had to get Herbert and they couldn't get a stud like Tua. Wait, Kev, let me hear your thoughts. As We both took the Chargers. We both thought we'll see a, the, the passing game. Austin Eckler back, the Dak ain't shit crowd, and uh, that was definitely the opposite of almost everything we thought was going to happen. I mean, if we were skipped to the fourth quarter when they the, the Cowboys are driving. I think it's like 10-10 at the time. The Cowboys are driving, and then um, Tony Pollard, Dak's about to get sacked. He hits it to Tony Pollard, and Tony Pollard breaks up for, like, 60 yards. That's when my dreams were crushed. I was like, what the fuck was that? Only the Chargers defense would let some shit like that happen. How do you go from getting sacked to a 60-yard game? And then that leads to the Brandon Cooks touchdown. And I thought that game was over right there because I was like, but then I remembered, like, nah, this team has scored, like, 24 in every game besides for this, besides for right now. So they're going to figure it out. So then when they drove that bitch down, they got a couple penalties their way. But they drove that bitch down and motherfucking went. And then um, who was it that he threw that touchdown to? What was it? Gerald Everett? Yeah. That shit was insane. And then you seen the they were they kept cutting to the um the, the woman, the Chargers fan went when they went for it on fourth down, and everything was crazy. So like when they tied that bitch up, I'm thinking like, yo, this team is legit. They got this. Then they let them score again. Like, this defense can't be giving up that many points, like, consistently in the fourth quarter. And forcing the offense to always have to be like, yo, I got it. I got it. Throw this bitch. And uh, I don't know. I can't say coaching error because it's still somewhat early in the game. But they come out of the third quarter. I mean, come out of halftime. Chargers get the ball. They go on a great drive to drive down the field, uh, get into the red zone. Takes, like, seven minutes off the clock also to start the quarter out of halftime. Still 10-7, you're down by a field goal, and they elect to go for it on fourth down, and they don't get it. Instead of taking the points, just tie the game up, at least get the, you know, like, you just worked all, you just took all that time off the clock. This is a great drive just to end with nothing. And then later on, you're sitting there probably, I know it's too late now, you only lost by a field goal, but you're sitting there like another time where they go for it on fourth down. The first year they did it, it was like magic. It was working. And I think since then, they kind of like, they dug their heels into the dirt and were like, no, that's still us. And it, it some games it works, some days it doesn't. But I think most of the time now it's just not working. Like, go just get those points. No, that's real shit, man. I mean, Brandon Staley's a firm believer and got out of jail, did the same thing. So, like, that's one of his big things. So, like, I don't be mad at Brody. I just be seeing it and be like, yeah, it is what it is. 
And Dak having himself a great performance, 21-30, 272 passing yards, a touchdown, and he ran one in. He ran for like 30, 33 yards or so, I think, on the game. Um, kind of doing both, like uh, C.D. Lamb, 117 yards, a touchdown. Not touchdown, but 117 yards, I think, like seven catches. He was complaining, too, to Dak. So I I I didn't notice that till like right before kickoff, but like I should have been honed in on that. Like CD Lamb's gonna have a big game because he was complaining to Dak the last game. Nah, that's real. No, that's nigga Paul. You over here just watching these on bets. You're watching these lines consistently. Like, oh, time to go. Time to CD Lamb over. Check. I actually bet the over on his. It was like seventy one and a half. I took the over because I because when I saw that news, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go bet. I'm betting the over on his yards. Yeah, I mean, this was a fun game. This was a really fun game, and the Chargers could have won this motherfucker if the I'm blaming the defense personally, but the defense also held the unexplosive Cowboys team to like what twenty points. So like, it's not terrible, but um, yeah, I mean, you gotta capitalize when you can capitalize. Now let's jump over to Thursday night football. We got the Saints at home taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Saints are one point favorite right now. It is going to be a pick em. Honestly, it's a short road trip for the Jags going from Jacksonville to New Orleans. It's not that oh, yeah. long. I was about to say, it's only an hour and a half flight. Yeah, like you're not that far of a road trip. They probably don't even have to make the drive until game day, so they might be practicing at home. I'm not sure. Uh, but short week, Jags look great uh, coming off their win against the Colts, Thirty, uh, honestly, on a three-win win streak. Uh Two wins in London, the Bills and the Falcons, and then they come back and beat the Jags. And then the Saints, coming off a, a very bad loss to the Houston Texans where they could have tied it up late, uh, but couldn't. 20-13 to to the Texans lost, but the game before that, they blew out the New England 35-0. to Honestly, that not too surprising when looking back at it. How do you feel about this game coming into it? Um, I think the Saints, I mean, one point, there's like, it's a pick them, But I don't think the Saints team is, like, favorite status yet. Like, it's crazy, even if it's a pick them, like, I don't even like the Saints plus one. Like, the fact that I understand they're at home, but, like, and their defense is good. And, but this Jaguars team has literally been on point. Like, they just got two dubs in London. They won last week. And now they're going to pull up Thursday night. Like, this Jags has been looking nice. So, I don't know where – I don't know what the Saints can do to beat this Jags team, truthfully. So the things that scare me about this game is Saints defense versus Trevor Lawrence, who has who is banged up. Uh, I'm pretty sure he will play, but he's definitely banged up coming into this game. And he is, turns over the ball. Like, he does have a turnover problem. Like, he, I mean, it happens. Probably. So, and that Saints defense is they've gotten turnovers every single game, whether it's a fumble, uh, interception, like they have one of the best defenses in the league. But then on the other side, Derek Carr and his offense, they die once they get into the red zone. They can get yards. I mean, he had 350 of them fuckers last week. So they can get yards. There's like four over 400 total yards of offense. Like they can get the yards. They just can't capitalize. They can't get into the red zone and put plays together to get that leads to a touchdown. Even though one touchdown to Shahid was like a 35-yarder outside of the red zone. Like, 
that's that and the Jags defense has been really good. I mean, it was Garnu Minshew last week, but the week before that, they put the Bills into a fucking box. Um the week before that, Falcons only put up 7. But the week before that, they let the Texans put 37 on them. So, it's still crazy. Yeah, that one is crazy. It kind of is the outlier because the week before that, they let the Chiefs only put up 17 and you weren't blaming the defense for that loss. So it's kind of like a turnover. Like Derek Carr on that offense is just – they don't know what they're doing yet versus a good defense on the Jags. And then you got Trevor Lawrence who this is – he could throw to – like, I could see a world where he – like it's a close-ass game and just like Herbert on primetime, he throws an interception in like the fourth quarter in a moment where it sets up like a, a field goal opportunity for the Saints to win. Like – Versus, I could also see where the Jags just—they—they are fucking—they—they—they they sh, they should be where the Lions are, but they aren't. And why? Because they're not consistent like the Lions are this year. And if the Jags can just come in here and take care of business with the Saints, and it's not even a ball game, it's thirty-one to thirteen. I'm gonna be. Then we can sit here and talk about, oh, they're on the same that new upper echelon of teams to look out for. But I don't know. This game gives me scary vibes because I feel like everyone and their mama is betting on the Jags at plus odds. Yeah, I think that's crazy. I think this is one of those setup games because you know how they like to trap it. They used to do a crazy with the Vikings last year. So yeah. many traps. But I don't know, man. I'm taking the Jaguars all day. Doug Peterson and them boys is about to come through. It's ugly, but I'm going to take the Saints, and I don't even like – if it wasn't me getting burned and so many trapped shit before, I probably like I said, like this is if the Jags are really what I think they are, they should come in and take care of business. But if they are still that inconsistent team, this is gonna be a loss on their record at the end of the season. You're looking back or like, we should have beat the Saints. Why didn't we beat the Saints? Facts. And I'm calling it now. I, I don't I don't have the props in front of me, I don't have the odds in front of me, but give me a Trevor Lawrence anytime interception. And give me a – I'm going to go both quarterbacks this game. Give me a Derek Carr anytime interception. I think it's going to be an ugly-ass game. I don't know what the over-under over, over under is set at 40. So they don't even – they expect this to be a 20-20 type of game. You're expecting a lot of defense this week, I see. Yeah, so give me the interception props for both of them. And uh, no lines are out yet, but I probably would take the Camara under. If it's set in the mid-60s, take Camara under. 65, 66 in rushing yards. I think the, I think the Jags defense come to play too. Yeah, I can respect it. But yeah, the Jaggies got this man. Give me the Saints. Respect. I hate to say it, but give me the Saints. And this is gonna be one of those games where I won't be mad if the Jags come in. If the Jags take care of business, I'm gonna be happy as like the low key Jags fan that I am. Yeah, the Jaggies, man, rock with them. But this is Thursday. That was Thursday night and Monday recap. Probably. We got anything else for them boys? Any best bets or anything? Um, No, because like I said, this game feels trappy, so I would just stick with the props. Nice. But that's what we got for you, man. This has been the Totally Blitz podcast. If you didn't know, my boy Powell got the Dana White shit on because we also do MMA episodes. So make sure you go tap in with those. You can learn a thing or two about MMA and learn the fun and essence of that shit. We have our Friday Night Fight Clubs. But this has been another episode of Totally Buds Podcast. Going crazy, dropping consistent content, and we always got something for you, man. So make sure you stay tuned in. Make sure you keep going him. I'm Kev Waterboy Savoy. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pick and Winning Content. And we don't mind telling you and your whole team 
That's you, a bitch.